You are listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast exploring scripture with Dr. T. Michael W. Halcombe and Dr. Frederick J. Long. Welcome and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Proof Text. I'm Michael Halcombe. I'm here with Fred Long, and this is a Grammar Point episode. And uh, we're talking about prepositions. And I think in this episode, we want to consider proper prepositions and improper prepositions. Is that the direction you want to go, Fred? Yeah. So we just, in the last episode, looked at prepositions and uh, just talked a little bit about their history. Um, But there is another class of prepositions called improper prepositions. And what makes them improper is that you can still see their adverbial origins. And these improper prepositions are prepositions that sometimes act like adverbs or conjunctions. They, they don't act like what you normally would think of a preposition as forming a phrase, but they, they can be used, they can be used that way, but they can also be used as a conjunction to start a subordinate right. clause. So I'm thinking of, Prepositions like eos, anti, uh, anenka, uh, chorus, mm. and peram, for example. These are some improper prepositions that have a higher frequency, and sometimes they will function like prepositions. And when they do function as a preposition, what's, what's interesting is that they will always take the genitive case and... Uh, but sometimes they'll function to start a subordinate clause. So, for example, eos means until, or sometimes while. Um, anenka means uh, because of. And so these, these can be used uh, to, to stand alone, to support, uh, uh, you know, in a subordinate clause, to start a subordinate clause. And they're called improper because they're not always functioning right. as, a, as a preposition. So this is like a special class of preposition called improper preposition. And they typically use the genitive case only for their object. In another episode of Grammar Point, we'll talk about the cases. Uh, the prepositions do take a case, but these improper ones always, uh, almost always take the genitive uh, as their case. There's about two dozen of these but only about five or six have a higher frequency that you would learn in in beginning Greek. Wow. All right. Well, thanks, Fred. Sure thing. Looking for creative ways to launch your biblical language studies to the next level? We here at Glosa House create resources with you in mind. We've created a stock of innovative and cutting-edge audio, video, digital, and print resources to help you reach your language goals. Visit GlosaHouse.com to find what you've been looking for. Glosa House, language resources for the global community.